This is Bump, Baby and Beyond with Emma's Diary. This podcast is in association with our friends at MAM, the breastfeeding experts. Hi everyone, it's Holly from Pretty Big Butterflies and Holly Plus and you're listening to Bump, Baby and Beyond with Emma's Diary. Today I'm joined by the lovely Kim from Odd Hog, who is a mummy just like me to two little boys and today we're going to talk about breastfeeding and choosing to express what to expect and any lessons we've learned along the way. So welcome Kim, it's lovely to have you on the show today. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm looking looking forward to this. <laughs> me too. I'm so excited to hear about your breastfeeding journey because, you know, like everyone's journey is different and whether you're, you know, you're about to be a mum or you're a new mum, it can feel a little bit daunting, I think. Like there's a lot of pressure on all of us to get it right. Is Is that kind of how you feel about the whole thing? Yeah, I, when I was pregnant with my first, I just kind of thought, well, I'm going to breastfeed and that's just what I'm going to do. And the surprise when he was born that 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 wasn't the journey that we took straight away. It it just shocked me because I was like, well, that's just that's just the done thing. And that was the expectation from everyone is that that's what I would do. Um, So, yeah, when you've actually had a baby and you're like, wow, what now? (laughs) Yeah, it's so true, because I felt like. When I was pregnant, I was really naive, right? Like looking back, (laughs) I was very naive. I can put my hands up and admit that my plan was like, oh yeah, I'm just going to breastfeed. It's going to be, you know, I don't need to learn anything. It'll be super easy. I just kind of, you know, my boobs will be ready and I'll feed my baby and that's it. (laughs) You know, that's kind of that. Because sometimes mums do make it look so easy, don't they? They do. And I think we tend to see, particularly like breastfeeding mums, we see them down the line once it's established and they're just easy to do it. But you don't see them when baby's just been born and they're like, well, how do you actually teach the baby how to do this stuff? Because... We, we don't see any of that. That's a private moment that they have either at home or in the hospital and no one really talks about it as much. It's true. We see the good bits, don't we, sometimes? The the kind of the nice and easy bits. So we don't necessarily see the bits where, that we yeah. really want to see. <laughs> yeah, the bits you need to see. <laughs> exactly. So did you um, breastfeed both of your boys? So I did eventually. Um, Both of my boys were born prematurely. My eldest was a spontaneous birth at 36 weeks um, and he was really, really unwell. Um, And he spent um, eight days in the neonatal and then he came home for a little bit and he went back and he was tube fed um, expressed milk because he couldn't latch. And that was something that had never even occurred to me that I was going to be expressing from the minute he was born um, because... Yeah, you just, you just don't consider neonatal babies. Um, and he then had expressed milk from a bottle for eight weeks. Um, and I did keep kind of offering him a breastfeed and was like, no, he's not going to do it. I'll just for express for as long as I can. And suddenly he latched and that changed everything for us. And he was then breastfed for a year. But I still expressed for him in between because he would take a bottle so I could I could go out I could have a night away he could spend the night with my parents I could leave him with his dad for a few hours with a bottle and I didn't have to worry because I knew he would take it happily it's amazing isn't it just how kind of you don't necessarily plan for certain things to happen like where you mentioned about like the neonatal unit my little one wasn't my first one went to neonatal as well and um 
in your head you haven't kind of planned for that so suddenly it's a bit like well hold on this isn't the plan like my plan was to have my baby and breastfeed and that's what's going to happen and now what do I do and I feel like sometimes we don't think enough beforehand while we're pregnant about things like expressing and things like that because those are kind of options aren't there that you know you can think about before your baby is here Exactly. I went to, um, they called it a feeding class at the hospital. um, And it basically was just about how to get a baby to latch to a breastfeed. And while I appreciate that that's an important thing to be taught, at no point did they really cover expressing and that that would be an option for you if you weren't able to get that latch straight away. It's just kind of assumed that you were going to breastfeed and People should look at the options. I mean, for some people, it suits them to just exclusively express and that's the way that their baby gets fed and that's fine. Um, They can have it from the bottle just as easily from the breast. But it's not really promoted as an option for us early on. Yeah, I agree. And and I know you mentioned, so with the child you just spoke about, was that your yeah. first little yes, one? Yes, so he's yeah. my eldest. Um, and then my second was born at 35 weeks. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> so we were getting earlier. Um, I have type 1 diabetes, so it can cause some extra issues in pregnancy. And they were a bit worried about him, so they wanted him out fast. So with him, I was anticipating a really similar journey um, because I guess you kind of, go with what you know don't you Um, absolutely (laughs) and while he was still a little bit unwell he wasn't required to go to the neonatal unit so he stayed with me on the ward for a week before we went home but he still struggled to breastfeed just because he was so early and that suck reflex is not natural for them um, so I was kind of prepared the second time around and I knew what worked for me I knew how to express on kind of my own schedule that would provide the best milk supply Um, And actually, he ended up latching after two weeks. And that I don't think there was any skill in that. It wasn't anything magical that I did. It was just he was ready for it. Um, But it meant the same with him. I breastfed him for 18 months. But that whole time he had expressed milk from a bottle as and when I wanted to go away. I went to a wedding and left him for two nights when he was about eight months old. And he had a huge freezer full of expressed milk ready to go. So I didn't have to worry. And so with the so the difference between the two, did you feel like the first your first child, did you feel like you didn't have a choice but you had to express because you wanted to breastfeed and obviously your little one was poorly. Do you feel like you didn't have a choice or or how did that how did that kind of feel for you? It yes, it was kind of I didn't have a choice because I wanted to breastfeed and I knew that the only way to maintain a milk supply while your baby is not breastfeeding was to express. Um, but it also, with with a kind of poorly baby like that, it was my only real way of bonding with him. I couldn't hold him for three days um, while he was in his incubator and all his tubes and what have you. So being able to go and express was that kind of way of creating that bond with him. And I was doing something for him that was the best I could do at that time was provide him with my milk that I could then go and tube feed, you know, while he was in his incubator when I was visiting the neonatal unit. Um, So it was still, you know, it's not always fun getting up at three o'clock in the morning to express (laughs) when you don't have a baby with you because you're like, well, while he's not here, maybe I should be sleeping. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it was worth it because I knew that that was my way of providing that kind of motherly care that I could to him at that time. 
Yeah, I think that's actually such a good point is, you know, there's lots of talk about breastfeeding and how it really creates that bond, you know, that skin to skin contact and things like that. And, you know, I feel like when you get to express, you can, obviously you won't necessarily get that skin to skin contact, but you get that kind of motherly feeling that you're still kind of providing the milk that you want exactly. to provide and obviously I'm I'm very of the opinion that as long as your child is fed then you know that's the yeah. main thing regardless of, of what your choice is but when it comes to expressing you're still kind of you're still managing to do that 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 motherly thing that you want to do aren't you even if it isn't yeah. the baby isn't attached to you you're still managing to do it and there's something quite magical about being able to do that um, especially if like your baby's poorly or something like that yeah totally it's it's still providing that bond you still feel like you're doing something for your child that you want to do if you want to do it then absolutely it's the way to to get that special kind of moments I mean even when you are expressing I regularly expressed while having skin to skin as they got older once they were out of neonatal and at home with me because the best way to get a letdown whether it's breastfeeding or expressing is that kind of oxytocin oxytocin I can't even say it oxytocin and that kind of rush of love and you know when the babies weren't with me I was told to look at pictures of them and to hold a muslin near me that they had been lying on in the neonatal just to help bring my milk in and to get that kind of love feeling going Um, and once they were home if I could you know be expressing on one side while holding them on the other it definitely improved um, my letdown and my milk supply and how much I could get at one time. See it's amazing isn't it you know what you can do (laughs) these days you know it's pretty (laughs) impressive to be honest you know. Yeah. Um, So with your second child you said you chose to express Yes. Um, and was that based on, because of your first experience, did you find that where it had worked with you, for the, where it had worked for you the first time, that you wanted to bring all those kind of benefits to you the second time? Is that is that why you chose to express the second time? Yeah. So he, he did struggle to latch a little bit, nowhere near as, as badly as his brother, but his latch, when he was having a feed, he wasn't... Um, feeding for as long so I kind of was like well I know how to do this I know how to make this better I can express for him and it means that he'll get the milk that he needs to get a good sleep um, and deal with his jaundice but it also meant I knew how freeing it was to be able to just hand over a sterilized bottle and a stash full of expressed milk and say I'm going out I need some me time. I'm going to go and see some friends. I'm going to, you know, go for a coffee or do whatever and be away from your child just for a little bit. And I wanted to be able to do that even more so when I had two children, because that kind of me time was almost more important when there's two children around. So knowing that I would be able to give him a bottle and that he would take a bottle of express milk was exactly what I needed from second child. Yeah, I have to say, like, I... I look at mums who breastfeed and I just think they are absolutely incredible because when your baby's hungry, they need to be fed. It doesn't really matter where you are, what you're doing, you know, that that's kind of yeah. you don't have a choice. Your baby needs feeding kind of in the next couple of minutes. And I just think it can be such a pressure if you're the only person that can do that 
you know if you're the only person that can supply that milk there and then it's such a a pressure and I feel like that's why expressionism is a massive benefit to kind of giving you a little bit of your own time a little bit of your free time and also I guess it's a way of getting dads involved in the feeding as well and helping partners to bond with the baby too did did you find that in your situation yeah definitely I mean my husband was able to give bottle feeds or tube feeds straight away from neonatal, but, you know, immediately he was able to do it because I had just expressed it and it was there for him to have a go. And there's no reason why it has to be the mother's job. You know, there's there's lots of ways that dads can get involved. And that was certainly one that he took advantage of. Um, I know some people who chose to, before they go to bed at night, express so that the dad could take the first feed overnight as well so they can get that bit of extra sleep I I love that (laughs) idea you know just tell your partner that they don't have a choice okay yeah exactly (laughs) I'm like that is your first feed is dad's job and it means that mum was getting that you know a good chunk of sleep in before then starting the later feeds so baby was able to have you know a mixture of expressed milk and breast milk um just whenever it's quite interesting, isn't it? That, you know, if you can find a little way around it, you'll find your little way around to getting that little bit of exactly. extra sleep. <laughs> you know, whatever you need to do, you'll, trust me, you will do it. Like at You're some right. point you will find out your your little techniques and your tactics for getting that little extra half an hour. Yeah, definitely. It makes such a difference. Grab it when you can. <laughs> exactly. MAM products are unique in both function and design and are developed to support us parents throughout our breastfeeding journey. From manual to electric breast pumps, nipple shields, storage pots and lots more, MAM really are the experts in breast care. To join their club and hear of exclusive offers, visit mambaby.co.uk today. So... What would you say then with expressing and how would you say that helped your breastfeeding journey? Because I know a lot of women can find it difficult and it can be quite daunting, especially, you know, as a first time mum, if things aren't necessarily going to plan. Did expressing help you stay on your breastfeeding journey? Did it make it any easier for you? Um, I think yes, because you know anyone who has expressed will know that it can be a little bit of a mind-blowing moment when you see a breast pump work for the first time and you realize what it does to your boob <laughs> could you, you better... this might sound a bit silly but could you like explain what it does like if you can you know what if you let me know what type of pump you used and how it actually worked because I feel like you know when you're a new mum and you hear these things going around like breast pumps and you're a bit like what are you trying to do to me yeah. you know what do you and I have this you know when I was pregnant I had this vision or something just kind of coming along and squeezing my boob and me being in massive pain well actually yeah. that's not the case no is it? not painful at all um so I started off like when you've got a brand new baby um you usually just hand express because the amounts of well, colostrum to start with is so so small that you are literally just going around your breast and squeezing it and it does come out um, and that 
surprised me because I actually, I think you just assume, oh, I'm going to express breast milk. Well, then you're going to use a breast pump. But you wouldn't do that at first because the colostrum is just going to get lost in the mechanism of the pump because there's such a small amount of it. Oh, and also, um, just to add, you're so right, because when I first started doing that, I was in the hospital and I was like, it's not working. It's not working. <laughs> and the, the nurse or the doctor said, no, you know, that's how it's supposed to be. And But in my head, I couldn't work out why... You know, yeah. how am I supposed to feed my baby with a drip, like with a tiny drip of kind of milk? But that is just what happens to begin with, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and you're getting like a round of applause because you managed to express five mils. And yeah. they're like, oh my goodness, that's amazing. You're doing so well. And I'm like, really? Yeah, I think? thought they were just, they're just saying that. They're just trying to stop me kind of having a, a meltdown because it's not working. But actually they were telling the truth, that's to be it. fair. That's loads. Like I, I had a couple of times where I did express, you know, five to 10 mils, which is more than some people manage and it was too much from a baby in those first few hours of birth because they just don't need very much they've got such tiny stomachs yeah very Um, true and just something for everyone to really remember because I struggled at the beginning thinking I'm not going to be able to feed my baby but their their tummies are so tiny that something as small as five meals it's going to make them feel like they've had a roast dinner like it honestly that is how it works (laughs) yeah it is it's crazy and they have that and then they just go off to sleep all kind of milk drunk and you're like really that was it (laughs) all of that for that (laughs) I know I know it's like hold on you made me spend 30 minutes trying to do this for you and you've had a drop and now you're out but actually those are the little pleasures you look back and actually quite enjoy really to be honest yeah Yeah, it's great um but once you kind of move on to a breast pump um I used the hospital ones first which were double electric breast pumps so I was like well this is great this is really easy because you've just got one on either side and you feel a little bit like a cow um and anyone (laughs) who anyone who's expressed will know the kind of noise that the pump makes that uh, 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 and I, I can hear it where, wherever I go now. I'm like, someone expressing. I know what they're up to. That's so funny. You walk down the corridor. Yep, someone's expressing some yep, milk down I there. I can tell. I can tell. They're up to it. Um, and I got home and I started using a manual pump. So you physically squeeze it and it creates kind of like a, a vacuum, which literally just pulls your nipple into the machine. And the first time I was like, what on earth is happening here? (laughs) I'm pretty sure my nipple should not be that shape. But (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of what your baby does as well, but in their mouth, obviously. So you don't see it. Um, So when I then was moving on to kind of breastfeed, I was like, okay, so I know what I'm doing. I know what should be happening and how to get this to work. And also because I expressed before I breastfed, I kind of, I knew what, my letdown felt like um because everyone had said to me oh you'll know when the baby's latched you'll know when he's getting milk and I was like well I don't know <laughs> I yeah. know he's he's having a suck but I don't know and then when he actually did it I was like yes that's the feeling of the breast pump that's that's what I'm looking for that's what I've needed for this last eight weeks oh see that's amazing how it helped you realize that though isn't it yeah because otherwise I wouldn't have known what my letdown felt like but it is I mean it's literally just a feeling of the milk is coming and off it goes that's incredible I just you know and I feel like this is why it's so important to talk about this because a lot of new mums kind of sit there and like I said 
are thinking it's not working, I'm not doing it right. And sometimes having these tiny little snippets of like golden nugget information can make a world of difference. It's like, okay, it's like, you know, when you're learning to drive and someone always says you need to get the biting point on the car. And if you don't drive, you're like, what are you talking about? And then suddenly when you're in the driver's seat, you're like, oh, that's what they were talking about. But unless you know what you're looking for, it can be really difficult, especially with breastfeeding because you can't really see what's going on. No, you've no idea what's happening. I mean, you, you get told that you need to get the baby to have its nose to nipple and all of this and you kind of shove it on. And But really, you're just hoping for the best and you're assuming that your baby knows what to do. And, you know, a lot of the time with full-term babies, they do tend to know what to do, but not all of them do. And the premature ones certainly don't because that's you know, the suck reflex is one of the last things to really, really sort itself out. Um, So if you've even, you know, two, three weeks early, your baby might not be quite there yet. So being able to express a little bit can can let you know what you're doing so that you can help your baby learn what to do as well. Yeah, it's quite incredible, really. And so when you moved out, when you moved your baby from the breast over to the bottle, Mm -hmm. how was that transition I guess especially with your second one who, who was a little bit further along how did how did he take to the bottle was it easy or was it a bit more difficult I'm really lucky it was really easy and I'd never had a problem and they can flip-flop between bottle and breast without even a blink I could give um for a while I was breastfeeding but then topping up with expressed milk just because they were um both underweight so we were trying to really build up and they were they were getting too tired from a breastfeed um feeding from a bottle is easier for a baby so I would top them up with the with the bottle and they didn't didn't even blink they would move from one to the other without even an issue and I know that's not the case for most people I am my my sister has made me well aware of how jealous (laughs) she was we we had babies three weeks apart and hers would not take the bottle and it was a constant struggle um whereas mine was just casually swapping back and forth without even noticing I don't think yeah and Um, and I think it's just a key thing to say everyone's journey is different isn't it and while some people might seem to have it easy in one aspect you know they might have it difficult in another and and if it isn't going as smoothly or as to plan as you'd like it to you can you can get help whether that's from your health visitor or you know your doctor you can get help when it comes to breastfeeding there's or you can have a look on the Emma's Diary forum or on the website there's tons of information if you're having a specific problem it can be a lot easier to kind of search for that rather than just motherhood and breastfeeding in general (laughs) you know if you have a specific issue it's a lot easier to go and get help and research for that I think and I think although everyone feels like their own situation is completely unique and it is there's also likely to be someone who's been through the same thing at some point or at least a similar thing who could say well this is what I tried or this you know could put you in the right direction for when you need to seek a little bit of extra help and yeah, there's usually absolutely. someone who's done it first <laughs> exactly you're, you're you're never alone when it comes to motherhood I feel like you're never alone because everyone's going on the same journey but their own journey you're definitely never alone there's always someone who's going to be able to say oh yeah that happened to me or that's how I did it there's always going to be someone out there that can relate to you I think yeah definitely and so before you became a mum um 
Is there anything that you wish you had known about breastfeeding before your little ones arrived? Because I have tons. I wish I knew everything before my little (laughs) ones arrived because I felt completely out of the loop. Um, But is there anything you wish you had known? So I was very lucky. I have older sisters and I already had um, seven nieces and nephews before I had my first baby. So I felt like I knew everything. And I didn't. (laughs) I was not even close. I knew that breastfeeding would be hard, but I didn't know that your baby might not know how to do it. And everyone had said about cracked nipples and all of that and that you would be tired. But if you just keep going, you know, it's worth the, the hard times you reach a point where it gets easier and it'll become second nature. No one ever said, by the way, your baby might not be so keen on breastfeeding, so you're going to have to work something out with that. That was completely alien to me because everyone that I spoke to hadn't had that initial struggle. They had had struggles in other ways, but it hadn't been about establishing that very first latch. Yeah, I think, you know, like you said before, you'll you'll find someone who you'll be able to relate to but it can feel like at the very beginning it can feel like you're just kind of alone in this little breastfeeding bubble especially if if it is difficult for your little one to latch on at first because I feel like breastfeeding comes across as being really kind of you know it's almost subconscious likely yeah yeah and that, that our bodies are supposed to automatically know what to do and a baby is supposed to automatically know what to do and sometimes that isn't always the case you know yeah. it isn't it isn't as straightforward as that sometimes and that's that's kind of okay and I think I'd wish I'd known more you know about the trials and tribulations of breastfeeding so that when my baby was born I didn't feel like I was failing do you know what I mean yes that it's quite common for women to struggle because at the moment it feels like if you want to breastfeed you do breastfeed and that's that and there's not that many women who come out and say actually I wanted to and it it just didn't work for me and that's fine (laughs) and I definitely wish I had done more research about things like expressing and kind of like the pumps available and how they work because even now I'm totally fascinated (laughs) even now I think it is incredible that you can get that help you know and it could be for any reason can't it that you can express for, for yeah. so many reasons you know you could be getting a lot of milk through it could be because it's helpful for your lifestyle situation but you know there's so many things that can help you now and it's just about maybe doing a little bit more research than I did yeah. originally <laughs> I was amazed so the first time around at home I used a single breast pump and that was fine because he was my only baby so I could afford to kind of sit and express once on the left side, once on the right side. And then when I had my second, I was like, well, I've got a toddler running around the house causing an absolute riot. I can't be sitting for half an hour attached to a breast pump while he trashes the place or is potty training or any of that. So I got a double electric breast pump and oh my goodness, the difference. Just the ability to do both sides at the same time. And I mean, you you do feel like you're a dairy cow, but it gets it done. Like we got it done. I could get so much more milk at one time. I wasn't, because quite often the first time around I would do one side and then the second time I'm kind of like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I want to go and do something else. But being able to do them both at once, I could just do 10 minutes and I would do both sides in one go and that was it. Milk would go in the fridge or the freezer and we carried on with our day. It's 
great. I absolutely love the multitasking that's going on there. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like my dream. Like multitasking is incredible, isn't it? It's just amazing. You get so many things that help you now. I I never used it, but you get um, something you can attach to your bra that holds the cups from the breast pump onto your boobs so that you can literally be hands-free expressing. Amazing. Um, it's just I, amazing, isn't it? I feel like, especially like working mums, that could be so useful because if you're wanting to express but still work, you can have your hands free so you can still be working on your laptop. I mean, you maybe don't want to do it in the middle of an open plan office, but we're all working from home right now anyway. Well, so exactly. <laughs> no one's there to care. So you just carry on and at your desk. Exactly. Not an and issue. I think it's about women now have the option, isn't it? So I know like, yep. for example, mam has an electric and a manual pump in one. Yeah. So you can actually decide how you want to express. And I think it's so empowering that you You've got the option, like you said, you've got the option to have the double pump, you've got the option to have the electric one, the manual one. There's so many options. And and you know, it can just be a case sometimes of trial and error and finding what works for your journey. Because breastfeeding can be quite a long journey. It you know, can. it can go on for it doesn't it can go on for a couple of you know for for years. So finding what works for you to make life easier for you, I think, is a big kind of tip to take away. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything that you think we haven't covered when it comes to breastfeeding and expressing that you think people should really know? Is there anything we haven't touched on and you're like, no, wait, I need to tell them about this magic? (laughs) 3am or the middle of the night in general is like golden hour for breastfeeding and or expressing actually rather than breastfeeding. Um, I think everyone seems to want to drop that kind of feed quite early and if you're expressing you don't really want to get up in the middle of the night to express that milk but a I always found that my like milk supply was so much better at that time of night but also the time of day that you express affects the kind of milk that you express your boobs are amazing they're providing antibodies if your baby's sick they provide that magical hormone within it that makes your baby sleepy and that is what you're expressing at 3am. So if you want your baby to sleep that's the kind of milk that you want to be giving them. If you're expressing at two o'clock in the afternoon that's not necessarily kind of the sleepy nighttime milk that you're looking for. The 3am was definitely the the key to a good expressing session just oh my goodness kim i feel like that is a massive golden piece of information <laughs> i feel like everyone needs to make a note of that set your alarms for 3 a.m it was worth and, it. <laughs> and express your milk honestly if it's going to help your baby sleep you are going to you're going to want to find kim and give her an award for that piece of information. <laughs> it's one of those that like that's why it's so important to correctly label your expressed milk Um, before you put it in the fridge or freezer and not just the date that you expressed it so you know how long to use it for but also the time because if you are expressing at 3am that's the kind of milk that you want to be giving at night or late in the evening you don't necessarily want to give that to your baby at midday and then have them you know getting all sleepy unless it's nap time Um, and equally the milk that you expressed at 10am you don't necessarily want to be giving them that at 
one o'clock in the morning when you're wanting them to sleep and they're like, hey, I'm wide awake now. That was great. Yeah. Good milk there. Thanks for that milk. Yeah, Jet, that was great milk. Thank you. Refreshingly lovely. <laughs> um, honestly, Kim, that has been so helpful. And I feel like I've learned so much from you in, in kind of, you know, in such a short time. And I, I wish I had listened to this when I was pregnant because <laughs> I've taken away some huge bits of information. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. It's one of those that, you know, I'm quite passionate about it because it's something that I did do for so long and that to begin with, I felt like was completely alien. And by the end was just second nature breast pump out, get expressing, get baby fed, everyone's happy. Yay. Thank you so much, Kim. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. Cool. Um, But before you go, is there anywhere we can find you online to find out your your journey and what you're up to? Um, So I have my blog, um, which you can find at oddhog.com. And I'm also very, very active over on Instagram, where I am oddhog on Instagram as well. And I share little snippets about um, myself, my boys, um, my life with diabetes and kind of parenting with a chronic condition. Amazing. Kim, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Great. It's lovely to speak to you. Take care. This podcast has been made with our friends at MAM, the experts in breast care. Don't forget to check out their club at mambaby.co.uk.